what's going on everybody welcome back to progress not perfection your daily health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life sprinkled in the mix today we're going to talk about self-sabotage and how you can prevent it from happening before we get into that i want you to do me a favor take a screenshot of this episode post it in your stories on instagram tag me at jeff packman fitness And that way I can get this podcast out to more people. That's doing me a huge favor. And you're also doing me a huge favor just by listening and tuning in. That lets me know that the information I'm putting out there is useful and helpful. And it helps me to know that information. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. Self-sabotage. So... Oftentimes, when I first start working with clients, within the first month or two, they are doing really super, super well. Like, they're consistently hitting their calories and protein. They are consistent with their workouts. Usually, they don't even miss one workout the entire, like, first couple months of us working together. Especially if I get a client that is super motivated and they're really, really into... uh, strength training and they want to learn or maybe they already are proficient at it and they just they love the workouts and they want to just they want to do more they want to do more 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 right a lot of times i will not give them more days of working out because i want them to just focus on being consistent hey if you're being 80 percent consistent with everything your calories your protein Hitting those targets and then also hitting your workouts, like we are on a great, great track to sustainable fat loss or muscle gain for that purpose. Most of my clients are fat loss clients. I'm assuming that's why you're here. So that's what we'll talk about today. If you missed a workout, that is not the end of the world. So a lot of times clients, when they miss one workout, the whole week was a failure. And what they will do is they'll try and make up for missing that one workout by either A, missing, skipping a meal, cutting their calories really, really low one day to quote unquote make up for it. But really what they're doing is they're punishing themselves. When if you really look at it like we are human beings, we're going to miss workouts sometimes. I'm supposed to hit the gym four days this week, and I have not hit the gym once this week. Actually, it's not true. I did hit the gym on Monday, but it was a really, really light day. I did not do the the workout that I was supposed to do. I hit arms instead because I was working out with a friend of mine. But So I got some making up to do for the week. And I may only be able to hit three workouts this week, and that's totally fine. If I miss one workout, that's okay. I don't beat myself up. I don't try and hit an extra 5,000 steps because I missed my workouts, right? I just get back on track next week or get back on track the next day. So that way I'm not in self-sabotage mode because a lot of times what happens is if a client misses a workout, they get the impression that the whole week is ruined. They will not see results this week. This week was a total write-off, right? Like I had a client last week, she missed one workout. And when we checked in during her client check-in on Sunday, she said, I feel like a total failure. I said, what are your non-scale victories? She said, I don't have any. (laughs) 
right? It was, everything was just terrible. Sleep was terrible. Mood was terrible. Everything was just awful. She had an awful week. But here's the thing is if we reframe that, let's reframe that. Because we often hear about the glass is half full or the glass is half empty mentality. I'm under the impression that the glass is half full. Because she hit two out of three of her workouts. She was consistent with her calories and protein six days out of the week. She lost uh, around 0.8 pounds that week, even with missing workout, even with getting terrible sleep. And this client of mine is going through a divorce. She's going through a huge life change, right? And if you're listening to this, you know who you are. I love you. And I know you're going through a lot right now. So you gotta, you got to be easy on yourself. You've got to be kind to yourself. Because you're the only one being so hard on yourself. And that is the root of self-sabotage. Is like being super, super hard on yourself. Beating yourself down for not being perfect. It's not realistic. It's not realistic for you to always be perfect every single week. There are going to be weeks that you miss your workouts. There's going to be weeks that you overeat your calories. There's going to be weeks that you feel like a total failure, even though 90% of the week you were super good. If if it's only 10% of your week, 20% of your week that, that you fell off a little bit, that's totally fine. You need to, you need to look at the big picture. Okay. Because maybe not even the week, but maybe the month as a whole, you have been super consistent and you just had one week that was not optimal and that's okay. It's okay to have those weeks, especially, especially when you're going through big life changes, right? So a lot of my clients, you know, they, they lose a family member. They've got, you know, their mom is in the hospital sick. They are going through a divorce. Their kid has been home from school sick all week. Like, these are life challenges that happen. And they, you know, sometimes hitting your workouts is just not the priority. It's just not the priority that day, right? And yeah, you can try and make up for that workout by, like, waking up early the next day and trying to get it in. Like, yes, people who have long-term success and sustainability with their fitness routine this is the kind of stuff they'll do they'll find little pockets of time and remember doing something is better than nothing so if you only have 20 minutes to work out get in a 20 minute workout and then later in the day if you got another 20 minutes hit the rest of your workout right there you go that's a 40 minute workout in one day you can split it up into different time periods. Now, if you're going to the gym, that may be inconvenient because you have to travel and you have to, you know, sometimes you got to wait for machines, you got to wait for dumbbells, especially at Planet Fitness. <clears throat> you know, Planet Fitness is, it's a great tool because people can't afford it. And it's usually less intimidating than a standard gym. But I think it's like a gateway drug to better gyms. It's like a gateway gym to going to a real gym. <laughs> not that Planet Fitness isn't a real gym. I'm not hating on it. I've, I've gone to Planet Fitness plenty of times. Just because it's so convenient to have a gym that is 
pretty much in every single city you go to for only 10 to 20 bucks a month, you can go to any gym in the U.S. pretty much. So when I was traveling for work, I went to Planet Fitness because I can get in a workout in any city that I'm in. So that's really useful for me. But now that I'm back home, I'm really enjoying my small box gym, my small mom and pop gym. You know, that's the gym that I work at is like really it's it's locally owned. And, you know, the owner's walking around introducing himself to people like it's just a good vibe. And there's heavier weights. You don't have to wait for machines. You don't have to. There's half the gym is not treadmills and ellipticals. Anyways, I got off on a tangent. What I'm saying is Planet Fitness is a great tool to use and it can make things easier for you but sometimes it's so busy there because the price is so fair that it may actually be it may take you longer than normal to get in your workouts so something to keep in mind you know if you've been lifting for a while maybe time to move on from a planet fitness and go to a less crowded gym that has even better equipment even better machines even Heavier dumbbells, heavier weights, actual real squat racks, not just Smith machines. Um, So that's just a side note there. But stop self-sabotaging. If you overeat one day, that doesn't mean you have to starve yourself or miss a meal or uh, do a bunch of cardio the next day. You don't have to punish yourself. You should not use exercise as punishment. You should not use restricting calories as punishment or not eating carbs as punishment none of this shit should be punishment these are things that you get to do not things that you have to do exercise is not a punishment it is something that you get to do there are so many people in the world who are not able to exercise they are not like they have issues with their body they have pain they have missing limbs they're paralyzed like whatever it is they're not able to exercise they're not able to move their bodies in the way that they want to and here you are able to do it and you're not even grateful for it so be grateful that you get to move your body that you get to exercise that you get to eat the food that you want to eat that you get to do all this stuff and still lose weight and still get stronger and still improve your relationship with food You're crushing it. I know you are. I'm proud of you. And I want you to just keep going. But also be kind to yourself. And stop using these things as punishment. Just because you're not perfect. You are human. Remember that. And get back on track. Okay? Talk to you guys tomorrow.